Hello, everyone. This is Francesca Thompson, back at it again with everything but the lesson plan. This episode is about meditation at work, okay? Because it's very important. This was a trending topic during COVID, self-care, ways to relax, and ways to relieve stress through meditation and yoga. And I'm sure the yoga self-care community was like, um... Don't be brand new right now. We've been telling you guys how to implement this way before COVID. So we heard you and now we're listening. Um, some facts about this or some history is that Steve Jobs was one who initiated meditation rooms um, in the workplace uh, at Apple. So people who were working at Apple we're given 30 minute breaks where they can do some meditation. I thought that was like so awesome. And now you see companies everywhere that are doing this, but it's uh, slow to take off in the education world. We're kind of a little bit behind on that. And so we're going to talk about the why behind that and what we can do moving forward. So in the education world, whenever COVID hit, it was about social and emotional support for our students. It has really been a student-centered thing. And I think that when we talk about self-care and social emotional support for um, people in education, I think that you got to focus on our teachers. Uh, you know, think about a mom, right? A mom has to be together to care for her kid. A nurse has to be together to care for her patients, and look at even truck drivers have rules, okay? And so why not for teachers? Why don't we have something in place for them to kind of have a moment so that they can get it together? So educators have been dealing with workplace stressors for a long time, way before the pandemic. This is not a new thing. According to Education Week, 70% of teachers at the end of the 2022-2023 school year stated it was because of the stressors at work and the disappointments of teaching that it was not worth it. And when I read this, I was like, oh my God, that is so shocking. 70% y'all, no, we've got to change this. Um, that, that percentage really made me sad. And then it also stated that black teachers in particular were significantly more likely to report burnout than your white than white teachers and were also more likely to say, say they intended to leave the job in 2022-2023 school year. We not having that, okay? We got to figure out a way to deal with the daily stress that we have when we go to work. Our industry cannot survive without some type of new policies, procedures, opportunities, whatever you want to call it dealing with self-care and social emotional support for teachers. This has to be on the radar for school districts. It is so important to me that my entire dissertation that I'm working on at the University of Georgia, yes, go dogs, is about social and emotional sports for, for teachers. So what are some of the side effects when it's dealing with stress? People get irritable, angry, impatient, just think about right now a time or a moment when you were in class or left a meeting and it was an intense situation. Well, here are some of the side effects, right? 
People become overwhelmed. They get nervous or afraid. They're unable to enjoy themselves or their students or their coworkers or the job itself. Sometimes you get depressed and then you also can get uninterested in life if you're not dealing with those stress-related events. So we need um, to start implementing a little bit of self-care when it comes to maintaining your stress level. The best advice that a teacher mentor, um, she gave to me when I was teaching, she, I was pretty new to the district and she told me, she saw that I was going really hard for my classroom, not really taking time for myself. And she just put me to the side and she says, let me tell you something, Francesca Thompson, Miss Thompson, you must take care of yourself because the second that you cannot teach or show up for work, they will have a substitute teacher the next day to replace me. Ooh, that hurt when she said that to me, but she was speaking facts, right? And it's not that the school, you know, you know it's not that the school doesn't care about you, but they must continue with or without you. Class must still go on. So what can we do about it? What now? I will say, because this is still kind of hot topic, new topic when it comes to the education world, um, when you're done with this episode, you could do one or two things. You can create a meditation schedule for yourself, or you can advocate for something bigger for your school or your school district. Um, a meditation room, a Zen room at your local school, a wellness room or a quiet room. Um, that tends to be something that can work. We actually had a teacher who created a Zen room at our school. And I mean, she worked hard. It took her a couple of months, but when it, once, it, once it was done, it was absolutely amazing. It had, you know, a massage chair. It had, it smelled amazing every time you worked in, walked in there. It had, um, the lights were always dim and it was just a place where you can just go and just de-stress and just have some time for yourself. So we are constantly advocating for students to have these opportunities, but what about the people that serve the students? I think it is extremely important for us to think about the people who serve the students. So why? Stu school districts that incorporate self-care and wellness can see an increase in productivity and improving the well-being of their educators, right? Their teachers. So it's a win-win situation. Just think about it. Educators are always on from the moment that they get in the car to travel to school and walk into the building. Just think about, let's talk, let's think about your day. When you're in the car, you're already thinking about, okay, I got to make sure I have my lesson plans together. Did I create an opener? Which child is going to be in my first period that I might need to deal with? Oh my gosh, did I complete something? Did I send an email? You've just, you're just heavy. You got so much on your mind the second that you get in your car. And so oftentimes when you're teaching, you're using your planning period okay, to tutor and to take phone calls. So once again, we're busy and let's not forget about those teacher friends that you might have that actually know when it's your planning period and they seem to pop up each and every time at the beginning of your planning period, leaving you again without a break so they can update you on what's going on at the school. So you're just constantly on. 
And this is unlike other professions. There is very little downtime in education. There are a number of, of um, professions that know and have built, built in self-care and they know that this time is imperative to the success of the company. So we, as you know, the school system and school districts, we need to start adopting some of those models and we can modify it to best serve our students and our teachers. It's important. Companies that ranked high for providing opportunities for self-care, wellness rooms or Zen rooms, or just giving uh, employees time to meditate, we're like Procter & Gamble, McKinsey Co., Nike, Google, and of course, I mentioned Apple earlier. So if you're trying to create a proposal for your school, you can start right there with the research with those companies and have that in your proposal. You need a practical, sustainable method of self-care. You are not about to get Jessamine Stanley, I think that's how you say her name, to come to your classroom and do yoga with you every day, that's not practical. Yes, she is awesome. Please check her out. Um, but you can come up with something that will work for you, sustainable. What does that look like? Taking some time to sit and simply breathe, to become mindful of your thoughts and your emotions. This can have a major impact on how you operate in your classroom it can significantly reduce your stress levels. So if you create a plan now for your meditation, let's talk about this upcoming school year, y'all. It's right around the corner, right? You wanna complete, you wanna create a plan now that you can start actually while you're on your summer break so that you can be consistent when school starts. It will pay off in a big way. How? We already talked about the stressors but how can it be a win-win for you and your school district or your school? It's gonna help enhance your emotional balance. It's gonna improve your focus and awareness. It's gonna help you to create healthy relationships amongst your students and your coworkers. It's gonna even help you improve your classroom climate and improve your overall well-being. This is important, guys. How do you start? Well, Optimal meditation is 40 to 45 minutes. Yeah. Oh, well, I hope you guys are still playing the podcast. Please don't delete me just yet. Um, I know cancel culture is real. And I know I am an educator as well. We do not have 40 to 45 minutes to do some meditation. Okay. So I would say if you want to do 40 to 45 minutes, do that at home. Um, you can start that at home once you in the morning or once you get off and go go to home. That can be part of your um nightly routine. But for the classroom space, the school space for my teacher leaders, um, <clears throat> let's just start with three minutes, three minutes to 10 minutes. Yes, I think we all have three minutes to spare. The average time for students to change class period to period in middle and high school, right? So three minutes. You can do this in the morning once you get to work. Three minutes during class changes. Three minutes during your lunch break. Three minutes during your planning period or three minutes right after work. Just start a routine. 
and guys, let's thrive at this. So you now have the time, but how and what do you do? When I was doing my research, there's so many different forms of meditation. You literally can Google it and um, come up with something, research something that you think would work for you. Uh, I remember back when I was watching, I don't know if this was Oprah, the Oprah show or Super Soul Sunday. And I think it was Deepak Chopra and they were trying to get us to meditate for like 30, 40 minutes. And y'all, I really did try like, but my brain is just not set up like that. It just was like, I was thinking about, I mean, you're going to get me, I can give you a good three to four minutes of meditation. But after that, I'm thinking about them dishes in the sink, what I got to cook, who I need to call, what's going on on Facebook. And so I will find myself going in and out. And it, they kept saying, just keep being consistent and that'll stop. Well, I, it just never stopped for me. Okay. But I know for me, my limitations is anywhere from three to five minutes. I can sit down for three to five minutes and breathe and clear my thoughts. But after that, yeah, I'm going to be thinking about a whole lot of other things. So other things that you can do, um, music meditation. I was surprised to see this and saying that that's a form of meditation. Singing your favorite song um, is a mindful exercise. So just think about that. I remember when I was in, when I had my own classroom, I played music during each classroom change, each period change. I would have it going and it just made me just, I just felt so excited. I was hype. I mean, and, and for me, I worked at a high school and classes started at seven o'clock a.m. Guys, 7 a.m. Those students were in class. So that meant that they were literally up at 5.30 a.m., so that they can get dressed and get to the bus stop by 6.30 a.m. and be in my class by 7. You don't understand what that looked like at 7 o'clock in the morning. So here I am playing music, being this high teacher, and my students literally would be like, oh my God, Ms. Thompson, how do you do it? How do you have all this energy? Well, music did work. And so music meditation is a yes, and that's an easy thing to implement. You can just do that as soon as you get to work, play something that's going to kind of get you ready, calm you down, just get you in the mood, right? Um, <clears throat> some other things that you can do is you can close your eyes and just spend five minutes in silence while appreciating your surroundings, keeping your eyes closed and help that can help you block out any of the stimulations and sharpen your non-visual awareness. So just five minutes of breathing. And there is an app that is actually on my Apple Watch. Um, let me see if I can find out what this app is. And it actually reminds me throughout the day to breathe. It's called mindfulness. And so it has one minute um reflection meditation time that'll pop up on my watch and it's telling me to stop and breathe. So you can set your, if you have an Apple watch or whatever watch you may have, that you can download this app and um, have that be part of your routine. One minute breathing. So that's what my, uh, my Apple watch does. 
And they say the one minute breathing method helps with anxiety. So just think about if you're in class and you just had a bad class, it was just things didn't go the way you had planned it. You created this wonderful lesson. The kids just wasn't feeling it. You might've had some disruption and you're kind of upset. Well, once that class changes, or if you just need to take a minute, you can do this breathing app, start it. And it just kind of lets you know when to breathe in and out and calm yourself down. Um, inhale, count for four, exhale, count for four, inhale and keep repeating until you can feel your levels reducing. Um, another thing that I found, it said smile. Smile at five random people. I thought that was interesting. Think about your day when you're walking. I know for me, I am so busy that I probably don't even look up. I'm just thinking about all the things that I need to do if I'm walking down the hall. And so this is saying be intentional in your walk and when you're walking through your hall or just standing out in the hall in the classroom or a meeting with someone, just stop, just smile, not even stop, just smile at five random people. And I know for some of us, we're like, that's going to be completely awkward. I've never done that before. Like I haven't either. So I think I'm going to try it as well and see what that does to me. Um, I think most people are in the same boat that you're in. They're just trying to get somewhere and they got all of these thoughts in their head trying to get to that place. So um, change it. Um, now, remember I said earlier, you got that coworker that comes into your class every time you have a planning period, well, invite them to meditate with you. Yeah, invite them to meditate with you. Do find some techniques that work for you. Invite them to come in and meditate. This is going to do one of two things. They're going to love it and enjoy it, or they're going to not, <laughs> they're not going to show up to your classroom all the time, or they'll show up after they know you've done your meditation. Okay, so that's actually three things. So, um, but whatever works for you. So I hope that you guys could take this information. I'll have some things that I will reference in the show notes um, for you to get started. The best advice I can give you is to start now while you're not at school and make it a part of your routine. Start now with three minutes and just be consistent with the three minutes. I would put it in my calendar. Did you meditate today? An alert, an alarm at the time that I feel like I need to meditate and just be consistent with that and watch how your year goes a little more smoother. And that's what's important. So, <clears throat> That's the end of the show, guys. I told y'all I would be quick. Uh, be sure to follow us on show, social media. All of that is in the show notes. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We are now on Spotify and Apple. Share, um, post. This is this journey that I'm going to take with you guys is just to help you to thrive in the classroom. Let's make sure that every teacher and teacher leader knows about this podcast. Um, I will be bringing you information every single week. And you ask why? Well, because every educator is designed to thrive. Thank you. Until we meet again.